Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird joining you live from Grand Pacifica, Nicaragua. I hope you're doing well today. It's a beautiful day here. Um, not as windy as it was yesterday, but I don't want to jinx myself. Had a great um, master class yesterday, or class with Dr. Stillman and I talked about you know basic strength training stuff. Kind of gave a framework uh, for what is strength training. It's part of our Fundamentals of Wellness master class series that we do every week uh under wellness secrets you can get in and watch those if you get on our email list so just go over to stillmanwellness.com and do that dr stillman is doing a webinar tomorrow on basically how to do things a little smarter um the link is in the description you can set a reminder i believe it's at 11 a.m eastern so that'll be good you can tune in for that um I have a great, great question from the last live that I did, uh, which was about essentially strength and conditioning. Um, I had a question, and I put it in the description below, but uh, it was from a, a STWM, uh, ST, STW Man 5. I've heard a couple of college football coaches say they would rather have a guy that can overhead press 250 than bench 400. What is the reasoning for this? You may not agree with them. I don't know. Uh, it's a good good assumption and good question. And you mentioned losing rotation from lifting heavy. This is one of the reasons why traditional boxing workouts did not involve weight training. Honestly, that's the reason why a lot of uh, sports would basically say that, you know, if you lifted really heavy weights, you would get slower. And a lot of it, <clears throat> a lot of it depends on the sport. And if it's like side to side or if it's straight ahead, if you're an offensive lineman, you can almost get away with training like a power lifter because the whole point of the uh, of the uh, is more straight ahead and, and not to get turned right so you don't want to turn as an offensive lineman but there comes a point where you get so strong it affects your your footwork and the only really way to do that is kind of try but you also have to know kind of the side effects of your exercises now to to, to, to basically cover your first question and, and here's one of the weird things about being me, but also one of the disadvantages of being me. Like you have people that like kind of specialize, like Cressy specializes in their baseball stuff. You know, I've worked with professional baseball players. I have some experience with that. People like Dyke or Mike Israel tell he generally specializes in hypertrophy. That's his niche. Um, I've trained, I've trained bodybuilders. I've got plenty of friends that are Bodybuilders have a lot of experience training and working with bodybuilders, but that's not what I specialize in, right? I have experience working with golfers. I have experience working with professional baseball players. I've trained myself. I played college football. I, I've fought at a high level. I wrestled at a high level. But I've also made my money training general population. So I have such a wide array of subjects that I can at least give an opinion on. Um, and probably to my detriment, I would probably be much better if I just picked a niche. Well, honestly, my niche was essentially getting, you know, training women was essentially my my main niche. Believe it or not, believe it or not, but I haven't marketed myself like that, so to speak. So I just I just do what I do, and, and whatever happens happens. That's kind of the way I roll. Um, so the the reason behind this is like an overhead press. The, the football coach or a college strength coach is going to be like, well, the stronger they are on their feet, the better, right? 
So that's 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 the premise of that. Whereas the bench press is you're lying on your back. Um, a, a bench press and powerlifting is a full body movement. And if you want to be really good at bench, you're going to drive you're going to drive your feet into the ground really hard and use your legs a lot. But I could see, um, you know, why they would argue that a 250 pound overhead press is going to be better than a 400 pound bench. And it depends on how they're, is that a strict press? Is that a push press? I mean, there's a big difference, but just having the balance to stand up with, you know, that kind of weight over your head um, shows a lot of just stability, athleticism, whatever words you want to use. But I'm also going to ask, how are they doing both of those things? Because that big aggressive arch on the bench and that and a big if you use a big aggressive arch to get over your head, that can, you know, really take away from getting in a good athletic position on the field. So I, I'm not a big um, you know, when I work with football players, I think you have to have a decent bench press, but there comes a point if you got a four hundred pound bench, you know, I don't think you need to take it any further than that. There's plenty of ways to get to get stronger. I really like things like landmine or like hammer, like hammer jammer presses um, for people like offensive linemen. What position is it? You know, wide receivers and 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 people like that uh, that involve a lot of cutting and moving. I'm not going to care so much about that stuff. You know, push press. I'd be more concerned about a push press than a strict press. I like with football players. I like working end ranges of motion, particularly like with dumbbell press. I really like. You know, we'll do some together, but I really like alternating dumbbell presses. So they're actually reaching because you, when you when you're blocking in football, you're going to be in all sorts of weird positions, and it's not you're not blocking with your shoulder blades pinned together like you do on the bench press, right? So I really like dumbbell presses. I think you should bench, but I also think you should do things where your shoulder blades are not aggressively retracted together, because um, that's going to basically if you do a ton of that, that's going to take away over time your ability to move, and you could get away with it for a number of years and then all of a sudden you know the consequences um come home to roost right like a guy like david boston who used to be a really good wide receiver and then he got a little too crazy with the bodybuilding and the lifting and he actually lifted himself out of the nfl you know um that's a pretty good example of somebody who lifted themselves right out of the nfl um so you know it it all depends on who you're working with but um Generally, I just adjust the main lifts when I'm working with football players. I really like that kabuki bar. It's more of a neutral grip. You know, when you're blocking in football, it's more here as opposed to here. Um, I love landmines. I love things like that. Um, you know, I love – they have a, lo a lot of these bars that you can put in the rack and you're pressing, like, with your whole body. So – and a lot of this stuff for linemen in particular is, you know – being able to absorb the eccentric, you know, controlling the eccentric, being able to absorb force with your hands, you know, dynamic push-ups, um, things like that. So I, it, I've seen I've seen guys that were really good in the weight room and sucked on the field. I've seen guys that were sucky in the weight room, were amazing on the field. Um, I, I, if I was gonna, uh, if I was gonna get myself, like, if I was gonna have attributes for a great football player. Offensive linemen, I'd be more concerned about wrestling, how well they, I'd, I'd want them in wrestling or judo or, you know, particularly Roman Greco wrestling uh, would, for an offensive lineman would be incredible. 
um, I'm going to look at that. Like wrestling is essentially strength, like lifting the other person's body and controlling the other person's body. And then I would use the weight training to um, enhance the attributes that I've been wrestling. A lot of the kids that I've trained over the years that I've rehabbed were basically they pushed the heavy weights way too quickly and they they just you know really heavy box squats like just throwing way too much weight on there and they just basically you know arch their back use their spine to get these things done and they end up hurting their back or they hurt their shoulder um they'd have been much better off doing lots of body weight stuff or um you know wrestling or just basic like you know lighter strongman type things events that are very doable for them and then practicing their technique i mean you can be strong as hell and be a very crappy offensive lineman i've seen it um I, when i was at liberty i had a coach named joe delamalier who was on um he was on the bills played the i don't know 12 13 years in the nfl never missed a game he was not a big dude but his technique was so amazing he just schooled people like he would he would put his turn his hat around backwards and get in the one-on-one drills with college guys and absolutely wreck them uh, with no pads on and just make them look like total idiots because he was his technique was so amazing. So strength is important, but you know, I, I overhead press and bench press. Um, you know, if I if I'm gonna bench press football players, I would use a kabuki football. Uh, I use a kabuki bar. I would probably elevate their feet slightly off the ground so they're not arching a ton. I would use a lot of floor press because a lot of guys. You know, the, the bench press is kind of an ego thing. But my skilled players, you know, I would have them bench, but I probably wouldn't go crazy with it because I want them to be able to move and flow. And there's plenty of lifting. They've got a lot of these machines now. Like, you'll see Cressy has it. It's like a machine that's like on a pendulum. And you can, you know, press and, 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 and do things like that explosively. I can't remember the name of it, but there's plenty of things you can do with cables. There's plenty of things you can do to get people to move to move better as well. And there's ways that you can do it so that you don't take away, you don't turn into somebody into a giant tin man and rotation from lifting heavy as boxers, like having, you could do like somebody's a beginner. You could have them do like a five, three, one for a couple years, but then you're going to make sure you want to incorporate boxing practice. You're going to make sure you incorporate, um, you know, different things into that. So that you're not just pushing the lifting. Um, you know, and there's been some there's been some different athletes lift some really heavy things. Like Ben Johnson was very very strong in the squat and the bench, and obviously he was. Uh, but he was more of an uh, like a power power runner. He wasn't like a Hussein Bolt type. You took a Hussein Bolt guy and tried to turn him into a power lifter like you did with Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson was a short, stocky dude like me, uh, but a lot shorter. Um, you know, like taking Hussein Bolt and trying to turn him into like this, you know heavy lifting monster uh, would not not go over well so but yes boxers traditionally they did not did not lift heavy weight they, they thought it would take away from their their ability to move and there is some some truth to that so with boxers i tend you know just like i tend to do a lot of alternate presses a lot of push-ups in different positions lots of explosive medicine ball throws uh things like that that allow them to, to create force um and move in different ways not just the traditional, you know, uh, pull downs with a hard arch. You know, we're, we're doing things that help them move as well as produce power. And there needs to be some general levels of strength in all the main movements, but I don't think it has to be as insane as people would think, right? So 
Um, and there's always going to be those outliers, of course, like you're really super, like your Barry Sanders who squatted 600 pounds. Um, and Barry was an absolute freak show. So, but that doesn't mean everybody has to squat 600 pounds in order to be a good football player, right? So uh, that's not the only prerequisite. So but the only the only way you really um, know is by trying. But I will say that you're better off just – you want to make sure that you don't – the position that you reinforce in the weight room is going to show up on the practice field. And it's the same thing with life as well. If you reinforce extension and a hard arch on in the weight room when you go and train, don't be surprised when you find yourself in this hard arch position all the time. So you want to have some movement variability, right? And in certain sports, you're going to have to be required to go into positions that aren't necessarily ideal uh, for long-term health. But um, you're going to make sure you have that variability. So if you are doing a lot of powerlifting and you're doing a lot of things where you arch, you're going to make sure at the end you round over a stability ball, you get into some flexion, you sit in a deep squat holding onto a post, you do some different things, some med ball throws, some more athletic. Chad Wesley Smith on his Instagram has got a lot of athletic things you can do as a powerlifter to help keep yourself healthy for the long haul because that's really the name of the game. When you want to lift really heavy things, it takes decades, decades to develop that. And if you rush that, it's going to end up causing issues for you. So I hope that answered your question. It was a great question. Make sure you get on our email list. You can get in our uh, on our class next week. Uh, really appreciate you guys watching. I hope you guys have a great day. And uh, tune in for that webinar tomorrow. I think you guys will enjoy what Dr. Stillman has to say. So take care. Have yourself a great day.